Hello, and welcome to the Preston Perspective Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and this is the official episode number two of the Preston Perspective. Uh, if you got the intro um, and you got the bonus Christmas episode, awesome. Those were actually recorded straight from my phone, and I'm sorry for any poor audio uh, there, but I am excited to take the present perspective that started as a fun quarantine COVID project back, you know, two years ago um, into the podcast platform. I'm no longer actively uploading on YouTube. Uh, it will all be here. All new episodes will be coming to you in podcast and podcast form only. And today I would like to talk to you real quickly uh, about a book I finished reading not too long ago, called, long ago called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. And it's uh, written by Travis Badbury and Jean Greaves, who are both experts uh, in this field. The book actually earned a reward for being the Wall Street Journal uh, bestseller. Easiest way to put this is emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize and understand your own feelings and the feelings of others. As you read this book, it breaks down really into four areas, or the book calls them pillars, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. Self-awareness, the ability to understand your own feelings and behaviors. Self-management, how to manage yourself, your feelings, behaviors, you know, self-regulation. Once you become aware, then you can manage. Number three would be social awareness, how to read the emotions of others. Once you become aware, then you can. Number four, relationship management. You can understand how others process and feel um, will allow you to build long-lasting relationships. Uh, there is a pretty decent eight-minute overview summary of the book on YouTube by Bro Lessons, and it's kind of drawn out and animated, um, and it's a it's a pretty decent recap. So today, I would just like to talk about three things that stood out to me in chapter one on self-awareness. Now, the book breaks self-awareness down to like, I think, 15 steps, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, and out of those 15 steps, I'm only going to talk about three. But before we get into that, I've been talking about this word self-aware. Has something come to your mind? Like, what does it mean to be self-aware? What do you think that means? Being self-aware is to know yourself, to know who you really are. And it's more than just like, oh, my favorite color is green. Or yeah, I'm a night owl, not a morning person. Or I'm a morning person only when I have to be a morning person, right? It's it's more than that. It goes, it goes deeper than that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And you never get to a point where you are 100% like, boom, self-aware, here's a trophy. It is an ongoing um, process. But facing the truth about who you are and how you react can be unsettling. So getting in touch with your emotions and these tendencies, it's going to take honesty on your part. It's going to take courage, and it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. I would like to 
look at three areas today. Know who and what pushes your buttons. Stop and ask yourself why you do the things you do. And you've probably heard this before, but check yourself. So number one, know who and what pushes your buttons. We all have buttons, you know, those triggers, those pet peeves, those things that annoy us, things that just uh, irk us. Any, can you think of a, can you think of a pet peeve? Maybe it's someone who crinkles a bag of potato chips over and over again. Maybe it's the clicking of a pin over and over again. Maybe it's the way one person organizes versus the way you clean up and organize, right? For me, it's kind of silly, but one of for me, I've worked in a couple of food establishments, uh, and I know there's a closing checklist. And when I drive by a place and it's clearly closed, the lights are off, it's dark, but the open sign has been left on, I'm just like, ah, oh, come on, guys, you left the open sign on. What if someone wasn't as aware as me and they pulled up because they didn't look at the darkness, they just looked at the open sign, right? And like it's it's on your checklist, like turn it off, right? And you know, that one's a little silly one, but maybe there's a person at work or in your class that talks a lot, maybe overshares. Maybe they're the one that brings a lot of drama and you never feel like you have an opportunity to speak. Perhaps you are a little more quiet and loud people can annoy you. You don't have to say anything with words, but what you are saying with your body language and your facial expressions can tell a lot. Even when you go to school, when you go to work, and when you come home and the day is over, are you still bothered by something someone did or how they acted or what they said? Knowing who pushes your buttons and how they do it is you know, critical is critical to developing the ability to take control of these situations, to, you know, keep it cool. Your buttons are going to get pushed. When that happens, how do you react? Knowing who and what is so important. Is it the drama queens? Is it the kids who don't show respect? Is it feeling scared and getting caught off guard? Is it a loud and crowded room? What pushes your buttons? What irks you? What makes you feel uncomfortable? Knowing who and what pushes your buttons makes things a little less difficult because things stop surprising you. Which brings us to topic number two. Stop and ask yourself, why? Why do you do the things you do? Being self-aware will grow and improve when you begin to seek out the source of your feelings. When someone is overdramatic, does it remind you of another time in your life, perhaps with a sibling or uh, like a cousin, a friend that was also overdramatic and it brings up old feelings that you haven't really let go, that you haven't truly processed? Emotions, they serve as an important purpose. They clue us into things that aren't right. They clue us into things that we might not understand or might not ever understand if you don't take the time to ask why. Get in the habit of when you get upset or get mad and stop and ask yourself why. Why is this making me so upset? What is the root? You know, why is this person making me so upset? Our last topic ties into the first two. Check yourself, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Maybe you've heard that before. Self-awareness is an internal process, but there are a few instances in which the outside holds the clues you need to understand what's going on inside. How you feel can be reflected in how you look and act. 
your facial expressions, posture, demeanor, even your clothes and your hair can tell us that you don't care. They can clue us into maybe you are having a bad day. You have just kind of given up. If you meet someone new, are you nervous? And if you struggle to make eye contact, that can come off distant and standoffish, which then can also come off mean. And, and you aren't a mean person. You're just a nervous person, right? It is important to notice your mood and consider its influence upon your demeanor. Taking a moment here and there to check yourself will allow you to understand your mood before it sets the tone for the rest of the day. And as you take those breaks and you check yourself, why am I so upset? Why am I reacting this way? Write down and, and process it. You can also write down, I don't know where you stand in the faith community, but as a pastor, as someone of faith, remember what God says about you. You can write it down and you can keep it over, keep it close. You can look over it and you can recite it many times and you can just breathe and take a breath. John chapter one, verse 12 says, yet to all who did receive him, if you have received Jesus to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. In Ephesians 2.10, if you're a faith believing person, Remember that you are God's masterpiece, created anew in Christ Jesus, so he can do good things that he planned for us long ago, a masterpiece, something of value, something of worth, right? And Psalms 139, 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and your works are wonderful. You are wonderful. God's, God loves you. God's got you, and you've got this. I hope this recap of chapter one has just kind of helped you start on your journey of being self-aware. Um, you can find uh, Emotional Intelligence 2.0 everywhere books are sold. I encourage you to grab it and take the read and take the test that comes with the book. Um, in episode four, I will be recapping some of my thoughts from chapter three on social awareness. Until next time, this is Preston and the Preston Perspective. Thanks for listening.